if you've ever lost a loved one, a pet, a relationship, a situation, you've more than likely experienced grief. Today, I'll share with you why I'm grieving right now and the tools I'm using to manage it. But first, this is the FitMess where together we learn to develop habits that help us live beyond our mental health struggles to create happier, healthier lives. He's Zach. He lives in the future with his anxiety. He's Jeremy, and he lives in the past with his depression. And we get together once a week in the present to share the obstacles we face and how we overcome them. You know, we come to you each week on the show hoping to share some cool things we're trying in order to live better lives. Sometimes we come to you with the struggles we're facing and the tools we're using to manage them. This is one of those episodes. Today, I want to talk about grief. And I'm going to probably fight back tears through this, which feels ridiculous. But just yesterday, my family made the difficult decision to euthanize our 15-year-old cat who had been battling kidney failure. I'm sorry. Thanks, man. So at no point did I ever think in my life that I would be talking to, to you, Zach, to a friend, to a family member, certainly not doing a show about the loss of my cat, right? It feels silly in a lot of ways, but it feels especially silly because I found this cat annoying. It was difficult to have it in my life. It was messy. It was so self-involved. It only came around when it needed food. It would howl and bitch for food, but it wouldn't sit on your lap. It wouldn't let you pet on. Like, I was just like, I'm, you, you are describing all cats though. Like, <laughs> but sometimes not, they play, not special. sometimes they're cuddly, but you know, and honestly I had a lot of resentment because it was, it was a cat that we got for my daughter for her sixth birthday. She's now 12. And it was after we had lost the last of our pre-kid pets. And I was like, I'm never getting a cat again. Hate litter boxes. It's a whole thing. Like, I didn't want to do it. So most of the last six years, if you had told me the cat was going away, I would have gone, awesome. One less thing to worry about. (laughs) But dude, something happened in the last couple of weeks when she got really sick. Like, we thought we lost her last year. She got out in the woods and was there for three days. Had no idea. Like, I figured she was gone. Like, eaten by a Mm -hmm. bobcat or something. But luckily we found her and spent the last year just having a cat and her health declined. She had eye issues, ear issues, different things were coming up, but it was in the last couple of weeks when she was like kind of getting more picky about food, not really eating much, losing a lot of weight. And that's when we discovered the kidney failure uh, diagnosis. And all of a sudden here I am putting an IV in this cat every other day, giving her medicine twice a day, waking up, wondering if she's alive, like, getting out of bed to go find her, make sure she's okay. All of a sudden, like I care, all of a sudden I'm invested. And it was kind of heartbreaking because I realized like so much of my annoyance with her was how she needed something from me, right? There -hmm. there was nothing in it for me. It was was too selfish of a, of a uh, arrangement we had where there was nothing in it for me, but ironically in service of keeping her alive and fighting alongside her, trying to keep her healthy, comfortable, alive, whatever, like being purely selfless, that's when I found a connection with her. And so uh, for the last three days, I've been a mess. Just like I'm crying about this cat that like a month ago, I wouldn't have cared if she disappeared because like I had no connection to her. But I found it really profound to let go of my ego and act purely in service of her to form a real bond and, and to find love for an animal that I don't think really existed for the last six years. So with that love, of course, comes fucking grief, which I did not expect to be experiencing right now. I did not expect to be 
riding the emotional wave of like, oh shit, she's not here, looking and seeing where she would normally be and not being there and having to lean on tools, lean on ways to manage it from getting in the car, driving to the vet to have her put down and doing the thing. I don't know if you've ever done this, but like when you wrap your hand around your thumb enough to sort of feel the pulse, like a a firm grip, how that calms your anxiety, doing it on both sort of opens up those energy channels. And it was, it was amazing how much it was helping me manage the grief writing, just writing all of this, writing my relationship with her, writing the story the, literally the vet, as we were preparing for the euthanasia, uh, they gave us pen and paper and said, if you want to write anything to her that will go with her into the crematorium, you can do that. And I found that incredibly useful. So just writing these feelings and getting them out. And I thought of you a lot because you went through a grieving process recently where what you did, I, I have been trying to do and encouraging my kids to do just cry that shit out. It's Mm -hmm. all just this energy in your body that wants to be expressed. Like I've heard grief described as love, like uh, uh, unexpressed love, right? Like that's the reason it exists is because it was love that wasn't given a chance to be expressed. And so just anytime you do feel that emotion, just being like, yes, just go. It's okay. Scream, cry, hit the pillow, like move that shit. It's just, uh, you know, again, this feels weird to be saying about a cat, particularly this cat. But, but once again, I'm, I'm reminded of the tools I have in place to manage my mental health, to manage my emotions in these tough times. Are you tired of feeling stressed out all the time? Chronic stress can impact your sleep, mood, and overall quality of life. But with Apollo Neuro, you can finally find relief. This innovative device uses silent, soothing vibrations to speak to your nervous system, telling you that you're safe and in control. Simply strap Apollo Neuro onto your wrist or ankle and let the vibrations do their magic. Choose from different modes like energy and wake up, social and open, or clear and focused to suit your needs. With Apollo Neuro, you can retrain your nervous system to manage stress effectively on your own. Over time, you'll experience improved sleep, enhanced focus, and a greater sense of balance in your life. Don't let stress hold you back. Take the first step toward a calmer, more balanced life. Click the link in the show notes for this episode and unleash the mental health benefits of Apollo Neuro. Feel the difference. No one is more surprised to hear this conversation because for the last six years, I've heard you <laughs> complain about that cat. So there's, I, there's been I, many times when I've had to edit out in the background, <laughs> just howling from downstairs like, God, fucking cat. No, no one is more surprised, but uh, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right though with the the grieving process. I mean, I, that is something that I've, I, unfortunately I've gotten pretty good at is, is allowing those things to roll through. Like when my wife and I split, that was a big one. There was another one that just hit me a couple of weeks ago that like sent me down the grief train as well. And I just had to like, let myself feel those feelings as uncomfortable as they are. Feeling those feelings really helps you process them quicker, healthier. You know, if you, go drink alcohol or something like that to cover it up. You're not processing those feelings. They're still there the next day. And now you've got like the depression wave of, of the alcohol through your body. So like, just, you know, take those moments and, and feel the feelings, let them run through you. I know it's uncomfortable. I know nobody wants to feel those feelings, but it really is the healthiest, best way to kind of fight through them. It's so funny that you bring that up because that, you know, there have been enough challenges over the last six years of not drinking that, you know, have come up and that, that my, my automatic mode is, oh, you should drink that pain away. That sucks. That came up big time last night. Like I, I couldn't get the image out of my head of 
the aftermath of, of the euthanasia, the thought of just like leaving the cat at the vet to then go through the process of cremation and all that. Like I just, I just left my cat in some building, right? Like she's, she's gone, but like, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't let go. Like she's just sitting in some box somewhere. Like it just felt horrible. And I just kept playing it over and over and over in my head. I so desperately was like, I just want to drink this shit away. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to feel this. And every time I did, it was like, no, we feel this now. Now we live life on life's terms. Now we go through this shit so that it doesn't keep coming up. So that in 10 years, this doesn't hit you out of nowhere. So that in five years, this doesn't hit you out of nowhere. So you don't wake up tomorrow feeling super depressed and sad and deep in grief and hungover, right? Like all of the work really kicked in. And I woke up this morning really proud of myself because I felt it. I cried my way Mm -hmm. through it. And I'm able to be a better dad for my kids because of it. I'm able to be a better husband to my wife because of it. All like, just again, man, there, there are days when all this self-development stuff is just like, just fuck it. God, it's just exhausting to keep up with. And man, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But then there's times like this when you're, you're in it and you reach for those tools and you're like, thank God I have those things. Because man, without them, I would be making a lot of the same stupid choices I was making before I started this path. Yeah. Good for you. I mean, again, grief is one of the worst feelings, honestly. Like, again, I've experienced multiple, like I've had to put a dog down, like, and people have died. Like I've, I, we've all experienced it yeah. in some way, shape or form. You know, like I said, just recently I experienced it for, for another reason. And it's really uncomfortable. It's really difficult. And though, th- I mean, those are the moments where you can change your life though is when you feel those feelings. We have developed to be able to feel those feelings. That grief hits us for a reason for us to feel it. We develop all of this in human beings long before alcohol. I mean, alcohol is pretty old, but like <laughs> long been before a while. that. It has been around a while, but like we developed all of these things long before we had those other coping mechanisms because we were made to feel it and get through it yeah. and be more resilient. And, and so with that in mind, I mean, just to sort of sum up, you know, if, if you are struggling with grief right now, if, if you're, if you've lost someone first, I'm sorry, it sucks. It's, it's a horrible place to be, but there are tools, there are things you can do. And in my case so far, journaling about them, writing them out, just writing again, getting that stuff out of your body in one way or another. So helpful. Being mindful of those feelings, not hiding from them, not drowning them in something, just feeling them, being super aware of what they are and allowing that energy to get, again, getting it out of your body. Grief is energy that just wants to get out of your body. So I've been telling my kids, like, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a run, go hit a pillow, scream, cry, like move that energy. That's, it's so important. That is the processing. That's when we say processing, that's what we're talking about. Get that shit out. Mm -hmm. And in that, just find time to take care of yourself. You know, if it is just for yourself, taking a walk, listening to music, you know, we came home and just watched a comedy after, after the procedure, because we just were like, we just need something to distract us for a little bit, right? Do what Mm -hmm. it takes to, to move that energy, give yourself breaks when you need it. But one way or another, keeping it inside and drowning it in something is not going to be the answer. Feel it, process it, get it out of your body. Couldn't say it any better. Well, there you go. An episode I never thought I would record about the grief of losing my cat. That feels very silly to say as a 46-year-old man, but it is what it is. 
I hope you have found this helpful. I hope, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. You can find more like it and bonus clips from our show at our website. That's thefitmess.com. And that's where we'll be back in just a few days with a brand new episode. Thanks for listening. See you, Ron. We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.